0: Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a work-from-home parent, you are a boss. If you desire to make your life extraordinary, to reach and exceed your personal and professional goals, and learn from other strong leaders, then the Boss Lady Podcast is for you. As an entrepreneur, mother, wife, and former CEO, I share lessons and stories of both personal and professional successes and failures. Join. Me along with a diverse list of guests as we break down strategies, tools, and techniques that will enhance your career and your life. Together, we will embrace, empower, and educate each other. I am Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. As you heard in the introduction, I'm Teresa Rand, I'm the founder of the Boss Lady Community and the Boss Lady Podcast. You can find me at TeresaRan.com. For anything you wanna know about my consulting, Boss Lady, all of the above, that's my commercial for the day. So what is our topic today? Our topic today is accountability. If you listened to the last podcast on Focus, you may remember that I talked about this 12 women I'm working with in a group coaching program where I ask all of them, why did they join a group coaching program? What are they looking for in this six months that we're working together? And the top two answers that almost every single woman gave was focus and accountability. So I talked about focus a few weeks ago, and today I'm going to talk about accountability. It's a big word. We throw it out a lot. You hear it a lot. But here's two definitions. One is Webster's and one is mine. The Webster definition is an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or account for one's actions. I find it interesting that it says obligation or willingness. I think you have to have both. You have to be willing to take on the responsibility and the obligation to do what you say you're going to do. So my definition is to do what you say you will do. It talks about, it involves integrity, taking responsibility for our actions, We don't often stop and really talk about integrity. So because I put it in my definition, and I really believe that it it is the primary focus or uh, primary need we all have to hold ourselves accountable is integrity. Often we find that we have integrity for other people or to other people, but we don't always have integrity to ourselves and I think if we don't have integrity to ourselves it's going to hinder our ability to hold ourselves accountable so integrity integrity definition is a commonality or consistency between your words your actions and your beliefs consistency between your words, your actions and beliefs, but there's more. And the more is even in challenges or temptations. Even when faced with challenges or temptations, you stay in integrity to yourself. Example. I am going to work out 3 days this week. That's my goal. I'm going to hold myself accountable accountable to do that Monday Wednesday Friday Monday I get up got my clothes all laid out on Sunday night jump in them head to the gym or to the video whatever you do to work out feeling good Tuesday I don't have to work out I work late that day I don't lay out my clothes but I still I go to bed think I'm gonna get up and work out the next morning the alarm goes off all of a sudden. I'm having this conversation with myself that says, I didn't get enough sleep last night. I've got too much to do today. It's going to rush me if I take an hour to work out or go to the gym or do whatever. I think I'll do it tonight. So you haven't broken your integrity to yourself, integrity to yourself yet. Go through your day. All of a sudden, your husband or your significant other or your child or fill in the blank, your best friend says, hey, let's go have a drink. Well, not your child, but (laughs) any of the adults in your life. Let's go have a drink after work. And before you know it, the day's over and you haven't worked out. So you have not kept your integrity to yourself how often do we do that? We were not consistent with what we said we were going to do and the actions that we took to do that and the belief that we will be successful in doing that. So before you can even think about accountability, you have to really ask yourself the hard questions. If you have integrity with yourself. So how does that feel? You're going to take responsibility for your own actions. It's nobody else's fault. I got married 10 years ago, quickly put on 20 pounds. And I love to blame my husband for that. It's your fault because you're a great cook. It's your, I didn't say it exactly that way, but I insinuated it enough that he was like, oh geez, it's my fault. You're a great cook. All of a sudden, we have to have three meals a day. We go out to eat a lot. We travel. We eat with friends. I've put on 20 pounds, and it's your fault. Well, the reality is it's not his fault. He is not force-feeding me the food. Even though, yes, he is a great cook, and yes, he does want three meals a day, he's not requiring me to eat three meals a day. He fixes breakfast and asks me if I want something. I can say no. So when I finally realized that it really isn't his fault, that was my excuse, and I had a lack of integrity with myself. I started saying no if I didn't want what he was cooking. I started eating less of what he was cooking because that's what I promised myself I would do. Health is important to me, but I was not, what I said was important to me, was not how I was acting. Now, guess what's happened? He's fine with all of that. It was never his problem or his responsibility to begin with, it was mine. I had to have integrity with myself. So let's start with that as the basic premise. Now, when we don't have integrity with ourselves, because we, we're we our own worst enemy, right? We've all heard that. I have these little voices in my head. I'm too busy to work out. I don't have enough money to join a gym. You know, it's free to walk around the block, right? I, I, I have to eat, whatever, fill in the blanks. I work too hard to have time. Everybody's favorite thing is I don't have time. When I ask someone if they want to do something, if they start with me that they don't have time, my mind automatically goes to, they really don't want to. Because you know what? We find time to do the things we want to do. I would rather you just say, yes, I'm all in, or no, I can't make it that day. But don't tell me you don't have time because we all have time. We all have the same amount of time in our day. So start with integrity with yourself. And then what are your words? What are you holding yourself accountable for? Maybe what are your goals? What did you put? And I'm looking over here because I have my goals right here beside me. What are your goals? So you you took the action to write down goals. You believed when you wrote those goals down that you were going to be successful in meeting those goals. We're about at the end of the first quarter of 2024. Where are you on that goal, those goals? When's the last time you looked at them? So when we start talking about integrity with ourselves as it relates to accountability, we often let ourselves down. Which is why it's okay to ask for help. Because you know what, if I tell someone I'm going to show up at the gym to run with them, lift weights with them, take a a group exercise, whatever, take a yoga class at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., I'm more likely to show up because I've told somebody and they're expecting me. Now, why we don't hold our own selves to that same accountability? I told myself I was going to work out, so I have to go work out. I don't know, maybe we need someone way smarter than me, a psychologist or psychiatrist, to tell us why the human brain works that way. But all I know is when I have accountability partners, I'm much more likely to meet my goals and to do the things I say I'm going to do. So I'm going to give you some tips today. There's three things that I do that I find work for me. Take them or leave them. I hope you'll take at least one of them. And the first one are things that someone else taught me. I'll start with a declaration. This is my coach, Pegene. Uh, if you don't know Pegine, go to Pegene.com. Look her up. She's a fabulous world international speaker, coach, friend, all of the above. And I meet with her once a week in a group setting, and we all have to give our declaration. And our declaration, I have mine right here because I have to read it every week. And it says, I believe, I know, and this is my truth. And then I start talking about the things I know I'm capable of, how I serve my clients, how much money I'm going to make, not how much I want to make, how much I'm going to make by the end of the year. I even talk about manifesting money, opportunities, and a life I adore. And I read that out loud to her, to the other women in the course. And I also record that and listen to myself saying it every day. The second piece of this first tip is to write yourself a 30-day letter. This tip I learned from another success coach and she does a course called Best Life Ever. Her name is Joanna regendren R-A-J-E-N-D-R-E-N, I think, Joanna Regendren? And I took this course, and she had us write a 30-day letter. So if today, let's just pretend today is February the 1st, I would write my letter, letter to myself and date it March 1st. And it would go something like this. It's March 1st, 2024. We're entering the third month of the year, the last month of the first quarter of the year. And I have already met my revenue stream for the first two months. I have my clients lined up for March. I have had my son's birthdays in March, and uh, all my grandkids' birthdays were in February. We had fabulous times celebrating each of them. It's March 1st. I have prepared a speech that I have to deliver at the middle of March. It's already prepared. I've practiced. I'm I'm ready to go. So you get the point. I'm writing this letter as in 30 days from now, listing all the things I've already accomplished. I record it. It takes me about a minute, minute and a half to read it out loud and to say it. And I record it. And I can tell you, I keep track of what comes true and what doesn't. Not everything I anticipate that's going to come true in the next 30 days does, but it's fascinating how much does come true or how things change a little bit, but the end goal is still the same, especially when I talk about my revenue and my business, all of those things. I will list the clients that I know I'll have in 30 days. And some of them come through, I'll list them by names. Others don't, but others replace them. So it's saying those things out loud just to me, just to me. That's tip number one. Tip number two, have ways that you check in with yourself. Either check in by your calendar Do you take your goals and break them down into small bits that then once a week you say, okay, on Wednesdays at two o'clock, this is my hour that I go over my goals. I check in. Where am I? What have I done? What have I accomplished? Those type of things. Or do you have accountability check-in sessions or rituals with someone else? Which leads us to tip number three having accountability partners, whether it's one partner or whether it's a group of partners. In our Boss Lady Women's Leadership Community, we have different chapters of no more than 12 women in each chapter. These women meet monthly and they hold each other accountable for the goals they set at the beginning of the year or the things they say they're going to do from month to month. We're starting a virtual ladder group for those that do not live in our area. Um, Our first meeting is this week. It'll have passed by the time this podcast comes out, but it's the third Wednesday of every month. I'll be sure to put it in the show notes when the next one is and how you can register. But it's a group of women that we know when we show up and remember that integrity to ourselves. We signed up for this group. We're going to show up and we know what we said we were gonna do last month, so we're gonna report out to a group of women, and that gives us a lot of um, motivation to do what we said we were gonna do. So write your declaration, write your 30-day letters, say it out loud, read it, listen to it once, twice, three times a day, every single day, so that you hear those words Over and over, you see those words that you said you were going to do. And because you want to have true, authentic integrity with yourself, when you hear yourself say them or read that letter to yourself, you don't forget it. That little voice or committee in your head making all those excuses tends to talk a lot less When you put these things out into the world or the universe, what is your check-in ritual? Maybe it's you're using your calendar to check in. Maybe it's making sure you uh, rewrite your letter every 30 days. I don't know what might work for you, but decide what is your ritual? And then who are your accountability partners? So two things as we wrap up. Before we meet again, Identify your accountability rituals and your partners. If you don't know where to start with partners, join us at a virtual ladder group. We can give you partners and help and accountability for saying what you're going to do as you're working on this skill of staying in true integrity with yourself. And then the second call to action is to write your 30-day ladder and or your declaration I do both, but maybe you only want to start with one. Because here's the reality. I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. Accountability is doing what you say you will do. Nobody else but you is responsible for doing the things you say you're going to do. How is your integrity with yourself? You may have the utmost integrity where it comes to other people, but how is your integrity with you? I would say to you, that's where it begins. Be true to yourself. Do what you say you're going to do to make your life better and to reach your goals it really is up to you it's your responsibility so i will end today's podcast like i always do with my grandfather saying take time to stop and smell the roses until we meet again take care